This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 24th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Infrastructure talks are further apart after White House offer. Lawmakers press USTR for action on Canada's dairy quotas. The Congressional Memorial Day break is drawing closer, and there is little sign of progress in negotiations over a massive infrastructure package. White House offered a counter-proposal on Friday, but Republicans quickly rejected the offer. Shelley Moore Capito, the ranking member on the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, said in a statement that the two sides, quote, seemed further apart after two meetings with White House staff than they were after one meeting with President Joe Biden. The $1.7 trillion White House proposal reduced proposed spending on roads, bridges, and broadband to the levels suggested by Republicans. Broadband funding was reduced to $65 billion from the $100 billion originally proposed by the White House. White House proposal sticks to Biden's original wish list on issues that Republicans oppose or think are excessive. Biden isn't budging, for example, on spending for electric vehicles. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the proposal represented an effort to, quote, find common ground. Capito said Republicans would remain engaged in the talks. Now, take note. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers welcomed the White House offer as, quote, a necessary part of negotiations. For more on what's on this week's D.C. policy agenda, then read our Washington Week Ahead. Lawmakers press USTR for action on Canada's dairy quotas. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai recently stressed to her Canadian counterpart, quote, the importance of Canada fully meeting its USMCA commitments, including its allocation of dairy tariff rate quotas. But a bipartisan group of lawmakers is pressing Tai to go further and take enforcement action. A core component of this agreement was USMCA's promise of new export opportunities for America's dairy industry and the introduction of fair trade rules to ensure that American-made dairy exports can compete on a more level playing field and reliably access our neighboring trading partners, the lawmakers said in a letter to Tide. Unfortunately, those results have not yet been fully realized. The Trump administration took the first step of requesting consultations over the allegations that Canada is not upholding its dairy TRQ promises. But the Biden administration has not taken the next step of requesting a dispute panel. Representatives Ron Kind of Wisconsin, Tom Reed of New York, Antonio Delgado of New York, Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania, Susan Del Bean of Washington, Dusty Johnson of South Dakota, Jim Costa of California, and David Valadeo of California all signed the letter. Rice farmers tell USDA its acreage forecast is high. USDA is predicting farmers will plant 2.7 million acres of rice this year. That is a drop from last year, but it's also higher than what farmers will actually plant. That according to a panel of USA Rice Federation officials that met virtually last week with officials from USDA's National Ag Statistics Service, Economic Research Service, and World Agricultural Outlook Board. USA Rice members 
representing farmers in Arkansas, California, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Texas, explained that they are expecting that, quote, actual plantings for 2021 will be significantly lower than those estimated by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in the March prospective plantings, with a total projected difference of 15% less acreage due to a range of weather issues. The panel members also met with officials from USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service to get an update on trade with major importers like Japan and Colombia. FAS, the rice farmer said, informed them the agency is expecting record consumption in 21-22, outpacing production for the first time, as well as contraction of global rice stocks. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Arkansas, June 30, dicamba cutoff blocked by state judge for now. Arkansas regulations allowing dicamba use until June 30th have been temporarily blocked by a state judge who said it could harm farmers' crops. That according to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. On Friday, Pulaski County Circuit Judge Morgan Welch also set a hearing for today on a request for an injunction from farmers and environmentalists, the newspaper reported, while another judge in the same court scheduled a hearing for tomorrow in a similar case. The state plant board earlier this month moved to extend the spraying period from last year's May 25th cutoff. Now take note, farmers in the state have until Friday this week to file claims for a payout from the $300 million dicamba settlement that Bayer agreed to. Real estate agents indicted for rigging farmland auction. Federal grand jury in the Western District of Kentucky has indicted two Kentucky real estate agents for conspiring to rig bids at a 2018 farmland and timber estate auction. The indictment alleges Barry Dyer and Mackie Shelton accepted a $40,000 payoff from competing auction participants to stop bidding, which artificially suppressed the sale price of the land. Collusion and bid rigging at farmland auctions undermine our nation's vital farming industry, robbing farmers and their families of a fair price for their land, said Richard Powers, acting assistant attorney general of the Justice Department's antitrust division. The agents have been charged with violating the Sherman Antitrust Act and, if convicted, could face 10 years in prison plus a $1 million fine. Customs discovers watermelon surprise at the border. Truckloads of watermelon and other fruit coming across the border from Mexico are not uncommon, but a recent shipment had an undocumented load hidden amid the crates of the summertime fruit, 1,100 pounds of methamphetamine. 
U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials say they found 193 plastic containers filled with the narcotic and estimated its street value at about $2.5 million. We don't frequently see seizures of this size, but they are certainly a risk in the cargo environment, said Ann Maracic, acting CBP Director of Field Operations in San Diego. Stopping over 1,000 pounds of methamphetamine is a critical act for the security and health of our nation. Here's today's He Said It. We have taken no position on any of the proposals offered by producers or Congress as we believe any changes to how cattle are marketed or sold in the U.S. should be determined solely by producers. That a spokesman for Meatpacker, JBS, offering the statement to AgriPulse to describe its thoughts on current efforts to reform the cattle markets. The company made news last week when it decided to end its membership in the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 24th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.